In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com to get 5% off your first purchase with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for 5% off your first purchase. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. <laughs> Welcome to So Bad It's Good with Ryan Bailey, the podcast where we cover all the pop culture we love to hate, from the classic reality TV moments of the past and present to the latest Daily Mail headlines and everything in between. We'll dive into all the infamous and notorious messes you can't stop watching. I'm looking at you, Jax Taylor. I'm your host, Ryan Bailey. Boy, folks, 
What is up? It is so bad it's good with Ryan Bailey. This is your buddy Ryan, and this is your Monday episode. Welcome to the Pop Culture Roundup. Today we have back with us Sophie Ross. Very excited to have her back. How the heck are you guys doing, though? Listen, (laughs) man, I'm still in Arizona, and it has been a week. And then, you know, today was the uh, the old Easter, as, as it were, and... You know, it's been a long day, and there's a lot going on. And then I sit down to watch HBO's Succession. I don't know if you've heard about it, a little show that's been going on for four seasons. Sophie and I talk about it today. I talked with Sophie at 3 p.m. this afternoon, my time. That would be 6 her time. And uh, listen, I'm not going to do any spoilers, but I did play the intro music to it because I just finished the episode and um, listen, this is to any of the creators listening, to any of the writers listening, to anybody at HBO Max listening. You really going to do that to us on Easter, bro? That's I. By the way, I call HBO Max bro. It's okay. Bro, you really going to do that to us on Easter, bro? <sighs> listen, I'm, I'm going to have to talk about this episode more this week. So probably later in the week, once I have, once everybody catches up, because listen, I still want to talk about last week's episode with Alan Ruck, who plays one of the brothers, and he just had the most beautiful monologue to Sarah Snook and the other, I mean, I don't know, there's so many great moments in this show, and listen, I'm a theater geek, so the writing is just so great, and you just, it makes me want to be... It makes me want to work as an actor again because you're just like, oh my god! Imagine being like, just truly geeky. And and tonight's episode takes place in real time, all in the span of this couple of hours. And I was watching the making of this episode after the episode. They attach it to the episode, and they shot it in real time too. So all the cameramen had like rolls of film hidden around the set so they could camera reload and another camera would be shooting while the camera would secretly reload on film and and you guys if you knew how difficult that was it takes such a highly choreographed team of people to do that and i just geek out on that so much you guys and it is so nice like i said it is so nice to fall in love with a show that is storytelling fictional linear Um, Because we consume so many reality shows, so much pop culture. And it's nice. Isn't it funny? It's nice to be traumatized by a fictional story, by a fictional story instead of the real trauma we get in our own lives on a reality television. Anyways, highly recommend Succession. But my God, it floored me. I don't think I was emotionally prepared for that. Uh, I want to warn you guys, if if you are not emotionally prepared, don't do it to yourselves. Maybe later in the week. But I don't think you're going to be able to hide from the spoilers because it, I love when Twitter is like collectively, um, hey, um, we don't give an F if you didn't watch it. We're going to spoil it time and time again because we need to get our clever little thoughts out. I get it. I totally get it. But it is very funny how Twitter works specifically. And it kind of trickles down to Instagram, but Instagram does not think it's as clever as Twitter is. Ah, you got to love social media, folks. Anyways, I already asked how you're doing, but this is the moment where I wish you could answer me back because I really need somebody to talk to me at this moment. Please. I need to work through some stuff. My goodness. Um, once again, you guys, thank you so much for all the well wishes and all of that stuff. And it has just been a wild journey. And I, you know, I, I, 
I want to do an episode coming up soon where it's just me and you talking. And I've kept a lot of things in, even though you're like, dude, you really word vomit so much. But um, there's so many things that have inspired me lately and so many things that have moved me lately, not even in my own life, but in uh, terms of things I've read or seen. And I want to share those with you guys at some point. I, I think that would be a really maybe a cleansing episode for myself. Who knows for you guys? But there's been so many things I've seen that have really moved me lately. And I, 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 it's been a while since I've just done an episode, me and you talking. That's not going to be today. I just want to let you know. And don't worry. Remember, there are timestamps to these episodes. So this episode is going to be broken down into an interview with somebody that went to Tom Sandoval and the Most Extras, their triumphant show at the Canyon Club, where DJ James Kennedy fell in love with Ali. He performed on Saturday night there, and we have somebody that went to the show and is going to do a review. This person will remain nameless for this interview, um, but they reached out to me on Instagram, and she was delightful. And really, it was great. She gave me a very honest review. Um, so we have that. And then Sophie, of course. So there's timestamps going to be for both. And we go over everything. We go over Ariana potentially being on Dancing with the Stars. We go over this week's Vanderpump's, uh, Vanderpump's episode. We just call it Vanderpump's. We did this week's Summer House. We talked about, did you hear? Did this Taylor Swift? Uh, turns out... Um, Taylor Swift might be single, which is, I don't know. that For some reason, I'm like, isn't it weird that you're like, if Taylor Swift can't, you know, if Taylor Swift can't make it with somebody, that is, she, she, I really, I love that it's like, I don't know the first thing about Joe Allen, her ex-boyfriend now, but actually they supposedly got secretly married according to Demois, but regardless, it's those, it's one of those things where you're like, oh man, if they can't make it. What hopes do any of us have if a close to a billionaire, you know, on top of the world performer, singer, songwriter can't make it with this dude that I know nothing about? Then what hope do any of us <laughs> any of us have? And of course, we have to start bringing up the Kardashians again, unfortunately, just because they're making a lot of PR pop culture moves right now. So it would be ignorant of us not to talk about it. So we talk about that as well. We talk about the Barbie preview that everybody wants to talk about. I mean, I've never heard so much discourse about a movie about dolls. I, I mean, I guess since Child's Play. I'm hoping they don't make a Cabbage Patch doll movie. But now that I'm saying that out loud, you know they eventually will. By the way, all you kids listening, Cabbage Patch dolls were a craze in the 80s. And I remember my sister just losing her shit when she couldn't get a Cabbage Patch doll. People were literally just unaliving people in Walmarts everywhere to try to get their hands on these Cabbage Patch dolls. And then I remember my grandma. Um, by, by the way, my grandma is still alive. She's 99 years old. Isn't that wild? But my grandma finally got her one. And I remember we were living in Kansas. My grandma lived in Columbus, Ohio. We opened up, we got to open up one gift on Christmas Eve, and my sister picked the Cabbage Patch doll. And it was a Kansas City Royals Cabbage Patch doll. Like it had a little Casey Royals helmet on. And this was not the Cabbage Patch doll my sister wanted. And I, she, uh, she threw one of the biggest shit fits of my life. And I remember going like, Kara, stop, stop. It's Christmas Eve. You're going to upset Santa. And it didn't, you know, at that point, I did, you know, I couldn't see Santa at all, but I could see my dad and my dad was getting like really pissed. And I remember that completely. So I'll always have a really bad taste in my mouth for Cabbage Patch dolls. Um, 
<laughs> oh, also, my friend Kaya does, uh, she does the Bravo Well Black podcast. She also does a succession podcast called Suck Pod, S-U-C-C. C, I believe, but uh, you can find it on Apple Podcasts and Spotify, but she texted me to remind you guys that she does a succession pod, and I think they should have a new episode tomorrow to talk about all of this. I'll wait for theirs to come out before I give you my thoughts, because I do have a lot of them, and this is like, I would love to spoil the crap out of this, even though you know already, but I should spend a day to collect my thoughts. But I think that's what's so exciting about pop culture, social media, television, movies, music, anything that makes you feel... Anything that makes you want to dissect something, that's a good sign. Anything that makes your heart feel anything, follow that. You know, unless it just totally destroys you and like, you know, you know, you know what I'm saying? Like, eh. but anything that really just grabs you, fascinates you, makes you think, makes you want to watch something again, hear something again, you know, all of that stuff run towards that. I always say, follow your joy. I mean, I get so many people that are like so negative about certain things. I myself am like that as well, but it's always, I have to remind myself, then don't do it. Don't hate, listen to something. Don't hate, watch something because you realize that you're just taking away time from something that you truly love because there are things that we all truly love, right? And I'm sure all you guys just truly love this right now. But you know what I'm saying? We all have that thing. So as much as I love to hate things as much as the next person, like like I said, like I love Vanderpump Rules. I can hate certain characters on Vanderpump Rules. But overall, it it, it makes me, it, it, there's something so exciting about it. And reality shows as a whole. But it's just something that I notice. There's only a finite amount of time in this life. And, uh, I'm not saying never watch TV, never read a book, never listen. No, that is going to be part of my life until the end of my life. But maybe, maybe think about filling it with stuff that you genuinely, genuinely love. And one of the things that I found out in the last three years that I do love is talking to you guys about all of this stuff. Anyways, uh, uh, we got to get on to this because I, I do, but I do, man, I want to let her rip soon where it's just a two hour episode of me and you talking about certain clips I've pulled, certain songs I've pulled and, uh, really not a lot to do with reality shows, but I would love to share that with you guys. There's a lot going on in my head right now that I have just left that that's just in there right now. And I think there's, there's certain things. And I know a lot of my friends are going through this with health of family members. And, and so many of you have reached out with stories, but it's that, it's that interesting thing is that you notice your body and your mind, you're in this kind of, kind of constant state of unease, you know, like every time you start to feel like things will be okay, you realize, you know, there's just an uneasiness. It, it's, you know, life can be really hard sometimes, but we get through it. We get through it together and all of that stuff. But I, I've never felt so uneasy in my life. Well, anyways, <laughs> happy Monday, you guys. Let's get into this show. I know that's such a weird 
way to start the episode. Um, there's other pop culture stories to talk about, but we'll get through. We'll get to those through the week. You guys, we got a we got a really great lineup of guests this week. Tomorrow we've got the one and only Jackie Schimmel from the Bitch Bible. I talked to her on Friday afternoon, and she made me laugh from my diaphragm. She, I was just, I. You guys know how I just will sometimes just laugh. I was losing my shit. She made me laugh at the. You know, there's uh, there's those times every day where I'm just like, oh, I needed that laugh so much. Uh, so that is tomorrow. We have a bunch of other great guests the rest of the week. And those Vanderpump Rules episodes on Friday, I'm very proud of. I'm very, very proud of. Remember, we're on YouTube as well. If you want to watch uh, the Pop Culture Roundup or my Vanderpump Rules recaps, you can just find that. It's so bad. It's good with Ryan Bailey. Uh, if you like this podcast, and hopefully you do. If not, there's so many great podcasts out there. Uh, be sure to rate it five stars on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. There's a lot of work that that's put into this. There's no joke there. There just is. Meditza, Sandra, our friend Marissa is always constantly giving me stories to talk about. Um, there's a small engine of people. Uh, we're the bad news bears, but we are we're 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 chugging along. Um, so thank you so much for your support on all of this. I always try to thank you as much as I can. But anyways, let's get to the fun stuff. Now, like I told you, this next guest, I'm not going to give the name. She asked me to have her remain nameless. And there's no real big mystery here. It's not, you know, ladies and gentlemen, this is Meryl Streep. No, she just went to the Tom Sandoval and the Most Extras concert. She gives a very honest review. It's about a 19-minute interview and then uh, we'll come back and then we'll go to Sophie and then we'll call it a day. But I hope you guys have the best week ever. And thank you for continuing to show, you know, choose this show. And we've got so many laughs this week. Um, I just get so excited every week because this is my outlet to the real world right now. And I just, I I, I couldn't thank you enough for this. So, um, okay, here we go. Here is the review of Tom Sandoval and the Most Extras from this past Saturday night at the Canyon Club in Agora Hills. You guys, I try to bring you the most up-to-date information about everything related to Vanderpump Rules, Scandal, and just reality shows at large. And I would be remiss if I didn't give a full 360 of every side of the story. I know 360 doesn't mean every side, but just bear with me. It's a Sunday morning. Um... So last night, Saturday night in Agora Hills, wonderful Agora Hills in California, there's a a venue called the Canyon Club. And if that name sounds familiar, it's because it has been brought up most recently in this season of Vanderpump Rules as not only the place that DJ James Kennedy met the love of his life, Ali, for the first time when he opened up for Tom Sandoval and the Most Extras, but it's a venue that Tom Sandoval and the Most Extras frequent a lot on their world tours now and last night they triumphantly return to the canyon club now i i wasn't fully aware of this because i've been in my own world here with my parents but i was so lucky to have somebody that i know on instagram uh that was at the concert and i was like you give me every video you have i was like i was like you do that was the voice that was the aggressive voice i was like you tell and she was like yeah gotcha gotcha and she sent me a lot of video and I was like, you know what? This is doesn't even do it justice. I need you to come on and I need to ask you a bunch of questions. And she thankfully agreed. So and welcome to the show. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you. Happy to be here. Um, you said you're nursing a hangover, which is kind of what I've done every time I've seen Tom Sandoval and the most extras. What was your drink of choice last night? 
Yeah, I think it definitely um, needed an entire bottle of wine to get through <laughs> this unfortunate set just to make that well, voice sound a li- tiny bit good. <laughs> okay, listen, I want to be as fair as possible, and I do want to go on record, and I said this many times on this show, I've seen them like three or four times, and I've really been, <laughs> I've really enjoyed it each time because I really liked Tom at the time, so that really helped things, and now I just don't think it would be the same for me and I'm not going to uh, try, I'm not going to test it out, but why, Bailey, did you initially get tickets for Tom Sandoval and the most extras? So one of my friends um, actually played in the band that opened for him Oh, and they had signed on to open for him before the scandal happened, like before news broke. So they were really concerned and nervous. So a bunch of us went out to, to support. Oh, that's cool. What's, what's their band name, by the way? Uh, cheap machines. They're great. Check them out. They actually and do they are they are they like a good cover band as well, or is it all original music? Nope, or all original music. Yeah, that's all awesome. Yeah. So they're opening up on this whole tour, or just the no, California just, dates? Yeah, it was just in Agora, so it's just like a one show thing. Wow. Okay, so you went to support your friend, but yeah. are you a fan of Vanderpump Rules? Uh, anyways. Like- yeah, huge, huge fan of Vanderpump Rules. That's kind of I don't live in the Valley. I live on the wet like west side and so that's kind of how they drove me all the way out to agora <laughs> I, I like that it's always by the way even if you live in los angeles that's quite a hike still to go to agora yeah. hills so yeah. people are really going out of the, their way to get there so let me ask some obvious questions i mean i guess did your friend's band do good they did they kill it last night yes they killed okay. it they're awesome Check now them you out. told me and you were showing me video you said it was about three quarters full or pre or, or what was your percentage you think yeah, I would say it was about three quarters full. Um, as the night went on, there definitely were more people that trickled in um, towards because they have a bunch of tables that were in the front set up. So they didn't like clear for a yeah. dance or anything. You guys, this has been so weird because when I saw him at the Canyon Club the first time, she was sending me video and it, it, they have this dance floor that everybody was dancing on because DJ James Kennedy played after Tom Sandoval and like. So it was really weird. You showed me a picture and I, I was confused where the stage was because it looked like tables were all set up. So the video you sent me, everybody was <laughs> seated watching Tom Sandoval at their dinner tables. Enjoy- like It was like dinner theater. Yeah, it was wild. It was very bizarre. So I would say like half of those tables were full. And then as the night went on, I think people just kind of filtered from the bar to the tables and nobody really stopped them. So it made it look a yeah. little bit full. Well, I think at the beginning they charged extra for those tables, right? Yeah. To get the yeah. prime time to, to enjoy your steak dinner right there in front of Tom Sandoval. Um, yeah. So that was good. So you said it was pretty full. People were trickling in through the night. The the impression I got the first time I was there too, because I was nervous for him about filling like a bigger venue like that, was that it seems like Canyon Club is a place that even just the locals go and hang out regardless of who plays. Yeah, that was my impression too. There were definitely a bunch of Vanderpump thirst traps there. Like, What does that like, mean to you? What, what does that mean exactly? There were a lot of young girls that looked like Raquel or Rachel. Like there are were you sh- wait, are you sure Rachel Raquel isn't a clone and it was <laughs> Raquel in like 30 different Raquels? I mean she's a basic West Hollywood looking kind of person anyway. <laughs> so that's what I mean. Like just it was a bunch of you know West Hollywood kind of young girl there's well, really, what it looked to me. Doesn't that see this is the part maybe as a woman you can speak to this a second is that 
I don't understand this. If, if, you know, I think Tom, I really liked him because he was somebody that was like kind of doing his weird side projects and also was super, I thought, in love with Ariana and was like really cool. And that's why I really dug him. Yeah. Uh, and that, some of that, I don't know why, but that magic kind of left when I found out it was like this deep of a affair. Does it shock you that all of these kind of thirst traps are still showing up to his show? I was surprised that there were as many of them as there were, but I guess in this day and age, like anybody is willing to do anything to kind of get 15 minutes or be the next and get on the show. So at the end of the day, it's sad. It's not super surprising that people are willing to do, you know, whatever they need to do to get some sort of attention. Um, But to your point, there were seemingly a lot of locals there too and older people And um, Did, was, were they wondering what the f was going on? Were they yeah. like, "Why is this guy? Why is this guy's shirt off? What's up with the trumpet? What is what's happening?" Can I just say, so he did an outfit change, and he came out, <laughs> he came out on stage first, right? And he's in like black sparkly pants, a black jacket with like an emblazoned um, lightning bolt on it, and then he goes and does an outfit change. But he comes back, he's shirtless, and he's wearing the same sparkly pants but this time they're bright red so it was like okay so he changes the sparkly pants but then he doesn't get a new blouse on he doesn't No, yeah he came out topless and just red sparkly pants and did the whole trumpet thing um rolled around on the floor it was it was everything that i expected it to be and i he just wishes that he was um i don't i don't know just really uh, he, you, I, I think what you're saying, like he wishes he was somebody with way more talent for musical aptitude in a, in a sense. Yeah, absolutely. But were you ready to give him a chance to blow you away, even though you kind of are, this whole situation has kind of turned you away a little bit as well? Were you ready for him to potentially rock you? I think I went in just kind of curious because I've never tried to listen to his music outside what I've seen on the show. So I went in kind of curious to see what it was going to be like. But so we went to eat before the show started. And when we were walking past the Canyon Club, we heard them doing their mic check and it was horrible. So I went in just kind of like, this isn't going to be great. Like this is. Wait, like horrible in the sense that he wasn't. Because by the way, I think that band is super talented in terms of some yeah. of those, like the, the curly haired saxophone player. Yeah. The girl, like there's some really great musicians in that band, but his voice, what I, is very thin and reedy when he tries yeah. to hit higher notes, you know? Yeah. It was, and that's what it was. It just didn't sound good without, um, I don't know, he needed a little bit more help. I think that girl should be the one singing more, to be honest. Yeah, just layer the vocals a little bit more if you're going to, like, do this much uh, uh, vocalization because he's also screaming. And this is, like, really high-energy material that he's doing, cover song-wise. Yeah, Yeah, Um, In regards to the show, did you see potentially any cameras around filming besides just cell phones? Um, there was one camera there. I didn't, I figured if it was for Vanderpump, there would be more than one camera. I think uh, that's his person. I, I think he does hire somebody that personally, uh, like a videographer for himself. Yeah. yeah. And, um, I walked around to like check out everybody else, see if there was, you know, any potential sightings and there was nobody else there. That's what I was going to ask. Was there. Raquel there? Was Rachel Raquel there? Uh, I was, I was trying to tell my friends to 
go back into the dressing room to be like, is she hiding back there? Like someone. <laughs> just go back and ask the bouncer, send yeah. Raquel out now. You need <laughs> to send her out. Her. <laughs> well, I get, cause also she's wearing like when she's in public, sometimes she'll wear the black hoodie and no makeup and just yeah. kind of like, ah, my, was, guy my eyes were peeled. I was looking for anybody trying to be incognito. I was, did I he was sing Schwartz's heart. mom? Did he sing, did he do the cover of Stacy's mom with Schwartz's mom? Oh, I do not remember if he did that. He okay, might have. That's usually later. in his set, but I didn't know if it was too Vanderpump related for him to like be jokey. Was was he jokey? Like he's, he he likes to make his jokes. No, he hardly talked at all. He didn't really say anything until the very end of his set, and that's where he just thanked everybody for coming. You know, I love you guys. Thank you. Blah blah blah. My liquid courage might have had me screaming. We love Ariana a little bit, um, but uh, yeah, that was it. He didn't. He didn't say anything else outside. Did of that. you? So you didn't see Schwartz there. You didn't see Raquel there. You didn't no. see Peter Madrigal there. No, like Brock wasn't there. Just popping no. in. Uh-uh. No, because back in the old days, they were all there. They all were there. Like I've, you know, and that's what's so interesting uh, i'm curious who was there from his crew of people because i know yeah. a lot of those people are on his payroll uh, in terms of the band and, and other people as well uh so he didn't say anything about did he play lightning in a bottle do you remember oh i don't remember if he did that because supposedly that was a, a song that was like he was For singing her. towards raquel yeah and then the mm-hmm. other thing was did he do the I will walk five hundred? Yes. yes, he did that. Did he do he it with that. the little Scottish accent? Oh gosh, I don't remember. By this time, I was drinking a lot. <laughs> Let me ask you uh, more about the wine you were drinking yes. at the Canyon, um, <laughs> No, I will say like the best um, boots on the ground information I can give is that I overheard his PR person um talking and you know i i just went up to him and i asked him i was like so what um is he at all upset about schwartz's watch what happens live the like you know wonderful interview but could be a mess for him and he was like no he's not mad at all he has zero remorse about like that's the vibe i got even his Wait, how did you know it was the how, how did you know it was his pr person so he said that he manages the pr for their social media for like the band. Okay, gotcha. And, and so he yeah. said he wasn't upset with Schwartz's Watch What Happens Live appearance, which by the way, no. I, I mean, I, I could totally see that because in th- this day and age, any press is press and they don't really seem to, any attention is attention, which by the way, I was just reading TMZ. They have a story on there today about his triumphant performances this weekend on Friday and Saturday in California. And TMZ, this is, they must've made a deal with Tom because in this art, in this silly little TMZ article, you guys, I cracked up because he said the TMZ article, um, this is how, you know, it's like such weird reporting because they tell you how to feel in it. He's the, the like third paragraph is, uh, in both instances, Tom Sandoval lost his shirt and handled microphone duties bare chested. He wasn't shy either. Tom was up there belting out songs like there was no tomorrow. And it sounds like the crowds were rocking with him for the most part. All in all, pretty good vibes. Of course, the question some might ask is, too soon? 
Clearly not. The guy was booked, so he has every right to perform, and it doesn't sound like the cheating hurt sales either. And then it keeps going like he did the reunion, he apologized. At this point, though, this saga's been going on a month plus, and there's nothing more to really say. It's kinda over, reports TMZ. That's not reporting. That's TMZ giving their opinion because Tom Sandoval did two interviews for TMZ. So I find it hysterical that they decide when it's over, yet... They're going to keep pumping out these stories. So I thought that was so ridiculous. Were the crowds rocking? Was it a pretty good vibe? I would say it looked like people were having fun. Um, yeah. There was not, I don't think, there was not a ton of dancing going on. It's just more people just standing there with their phones fixated on him, right? Like seeing yeah. just just kind of like what I was doing. We're all like, we just want to see this mess express and you know, post about it and well, share our friends. So. I, I saw a couple of other people send some videos and it... You know, it was like one of those, like you heard, like, I mean, there are a certain contingent of the audience that were like watching kindly and, you know, but then it was like you saw like in the background of the, like the further back, people were kind of just laughing, talking with like having full conversations. And I mean, by the way, I saw Countess Luann and it was a very similar situation to that as well. Uh, did you notice, I, I know Tom shaves his whole chest and upper body. Did you notice any spots he might've missed? Did any chafing going on? No, I did not account. notice any of that. His mustache is gone, though, you guys. Yes, he – do you – well, now this is the, uh, the huge question. Do you prefer mustachioed Tom Sandoval or clean-shaven Tom Sandoval? Uh, I miss the mustache just because it was so easy to just make fun of him with it. So without Jesus. it, you're kind of like, I'm See, Bailey, I – I'm such an idiot. I'm such an idiot. I was like, I'm going to grow a mustache too. I was like, yes, that rocks. And I've had to now grow back to a full beard where it's like starting to show white and gray, you guys, just to just to boycott. Uh, his hair also looks like it was in kind of like a bouffant or it looked yeah. very weird. I don't know. It just looked very interesting, very rock star like. Yeah, um, I, I'm really thinking he just wishes he was Freddie Mercury. Like that's the only vibe I get from him fully is just – Oh, Freddie. God, could you imagine? If he had those vocals, that would be amazing. I it know was. also at the shows I've been to, they've sold Tom Sandoval merchandise. Was the merch booth out? No, no merch. No merch booth. No merch. Wow. Yeah. So he was just there to rock. And by the, but by the way, I will say this. I, I know he had a commitment, even though, you know, like, I'm glad he did it. I'm glad he didn't cancel and stuff. And I guess if he wants to keep doing this, uh, as a music fan yourself, though, would you ever see Tom Sandoval in the most extras again? No, I would not. I... He was singing off like there's an iPad in front of him and he was clearly it's like karaoke. Yeah. So it doesn't I mean, they were good. The band for sure is talented. And, um, you know, it was fine for a one time experience thing, but I don't think I would seek them out. Yeah. Um, Yeah. I like the karaoke. So what you had told me, like the iPad has the lyrics on it. And the funny thing is. I remember I was at our friend Janet's birthday party a couple of years ago, and he does have a karaoke setup, you guys. I'm not even joking, that he br- he would bring to house parties, and he would set up karaoke at these house parties. And I remember going, this is before Tom Sandoval and the most extras, and I'd be like, holy shit, this guy travels with karaoke, professional karaoke equipment. And now, I mean, you know, look what he's done. Now, did you react to the news today that Ariana supposedly has been added to the cast of Dancing with the Stars? Did that, yes, did that yeah, make you happy? I'm so happy. I'm also really bummed because I was like, oh, just, you know, 30 minutes away, they were at probably an amazing night at, in Hollywood. Oh, emo, emo night. night. Yeah. yeah. Well, that was, emo night was Friday night. You saw this show on Saturday okay. night, but it seemed yeah. like, 
I mean, it really is interesting to see. I mean, I guess the the moral of the whole story is don't cheat. Just, I know I don't have a lot of guys listening to the show, but if there are, just don't cheat. Are there any other lessons that you can, uh, you're taking from any of this? I just think it's really shows kind of to all of us and why we're so mad at Tom Sandoval is because we really didn't expect him to do this kind of level of stabbing in the back and not having any, just really not taking any sort of accountability. Like even now with his, things he's posted online and not addressing anything really well enough. And maybe they're waiting for the reunion. Right. But this whole story of, Oh, they hadn't slept together in so long and um, they were maybe broken up. Like it's, regardless that's still not cool to do so Which, by the way i've talked to ariana they were definitely were not broken up at yes. all. Like, i mean this is like they, I mean, this is, it just lies on lies and even schwartz i don't know if you know knew the lies he was t- saying but like that aspen or that ski trip that was a very planned out ski trip like right. schwartz thought schwartz said he thought ariana and tom were broken up by then which is complete bullshit because even ariana commented on their ski photo and like he like you know it's like it I, I understand guys protecting other men and the interesting discourse that I'll sometimes get on uh, social media is women still want to stand up for Schwartz and Sandoval. Women still are like, well, Ariana should have been doing her womanly duties. And that's the part that really confuses me as a dude where I'm like, wow, we can really get away with anything to a certain contingent of the audience or uh, of, of women in some way. Cause I like literally will argue with women that are just like, screw Ariana. He deserved like it blows my mind. Yeah. That's wild. Never. Okay. Uh, we'll never agree with that. Okay, well, Bailey, thank you so much for taking this much time. I said 10 minutes and we're almost at 20. So I've ruined your whole Sunday, I'm sure. But you have a uh, you have a hangover to nurse. What are the, uh, do you watch other Bravo shows besides Vanderpump? Or you- I watch all of them. I'm obsessed. True Bravo, uh, you know, Holic over here. I are love it all. Are you going to do Deck Sailing Yacht premiering Monday night? Yes, very excited for that. Um, it's the whole universe of Bravo is so good. I hope it just keeps expanding more and more. And I'm glad that Vanderpump, is getting its it's it's, it's good that it exploded again yeah. where it's like that I mean I love people going back uh Maritza who works with me her mom just started watching it my mom started watching like where they're all going back uh she said her mom she's like uh my mom like stayed up all night watching Vanderpump and I was like that's really that's what you want to hear from yeah. familial family you know family members uh but do you think there's ever too much like ultimate girls trip is now on Peacock we just finished Miami uh we just got news that uh the uh, Roni is going to the Roni legacy is going to be now like a girl's trip kind of a thing. So you're the more the merrier. There's not a Bravo show that you don't dabble with. No. Yeah. There's nothing that I'm not going to um, watch on my TV. I will say that some of the below deck stuff, I think they are expanding that a little too fast because it, it does have a little bit. There's so much to keep up with, but ultimate girl's trip is great. I love them. Um, I mean, the more Porsche I can have on my TV, please give it she's, to me. Yeah, I mean, she really just is such a presence that it, yeah. I mean, even if she's wrong in some of the things she says, she's such a presence that you're like, and also, I mean, Leah and Heather, I'm not loving. No. Uh, they just, uh, and I really, they started off so strong for me in their respective series and they've lost all magic for me completely. It's yeah, the the Heather situation's really sad, I think, because you somebody starting out so strong and then so quickly to just kind of downfall where you're I'm over the Whitney Heather conversation. 
uh, like all of it. I'm like, she flew even... too close to the sun. She and she's a fan. She flew yeah. too close to the fun, and she's too big of a fan. Lee, thank you for spending this much time with us. This is a great way to start our week, right, guys? And just so you know, I want to leave it in your hand. If you want to go see Tom Sandoval and the most extras, feel free to do that. But just know, Raquel was not there. Schwartz was not there. The band is good. Tom has a, a shaved chest and his vocals are a little thin. And that's it. That's what you're going to get. So please make an educated decision. This is like a say no to drugs campaign because Raquel is his heroine. And uh, Bailey, I hope you'll come back on uh, to talk about one of your other favorite shows sometime down the line. Awesome. Yes. Thank you for having me. Okay. Uh, jumping off of that real quickly too, is that I've seen so many other videos from that night now. And every video, I don't know if I'm just reading into it, but there is just a deep sense of sadness. Um, I think that's just me putting that emotion onto it. But also every video is him with his like tight red pants, totally shirtless and hairless. And it's just, it's, it's hard to watch. It is hard to watch. But you know what the great thing about pop culture is? There's, it's cyclical. Remember, things come back around. This is not the end for Tom Sandoval. Um, this is not the end for Tom Schwartz. Uh, I do like that we are champion, championing or getting behind the people that really deserve it right now. But I do, I'm a student of this stuff and I do know that it's just all certain moves. But me and Sophie talk about in this this upcoming uh conversation we talk about a lot of pr moves and and be you know i think we're so sophisticated as an audience and still pr companies will treat us like we are just idiots they'll treat us like we're idiots like that tmz article and like you know it's like publicists do their job but sometimes they do their job in such a heavy-handed two left feet kind of way that you're like dude come on you're better than this don't be this come on but the thing is, too, like I always say, 30% of people will always believe whatever you're pushing. So 30% is something to build on. So there is never, um, there is always a new tomorrow. <laughs> Nobody needs to ever give up. Just keep on keeping on. And, uh, you know, I'm sure things will come back around. Who knows? Maybe this gave Vanderpump Rules like 10 more seasons. Who knows? Also, I was reading an article about Jax and Br Jax and Brittany, Brittany, um, and Jax was saying they were both saying maybe it was on their podcast. I didn't listen to it, but I was just reading an article where they were saying how shocked they were that Raquel gave that interview in front of the nail salon from Josh, the TMZ reporter. He's like, okay, okay, uh, Raquel, okay, okay, is it true? Is it true that you hit Sheena in the eye? Okay, okay. Um, is that Jackson, pure Jack's fashion said, I think she should be sued by production. And I'm like, guys, come on, man. Jax, has any, has production ever tried to sue you? Because you've said some wild things over the years. And that's why it's like wild that they don't realize the internet exists. Cause like, I don't think they would ever sue Raquel. They might be bummed out that she sometimes buried the lead in certain aspects of the story, but I don't think anybody's going to be suing Raquel because I think at this point, they're probably trying to desperately uh, coax Raquel into an 11th season. Remember the end of the day, the season will work because they'll have people on there that people really violently, vehemently do not like right now. Um, so it's, you know, the thing is, usually you guys out there listening, your thoughts on this are correct. Don't be, 
don't be swayed by my thoughts or Jax's thoughts or, you know, just think logistically and logically. And remember, there is a show going on behind this. And the show, yes, it is reality, but there's another reality of the show itself getting made. So it's very inside baseball, very inception, and very meta. So uh, anyways, let's get on to Sophie. This was such a fun conversation. We were just all over the map on this in a fun way. Uh, Sophie just uh, triumphantly moved into her apartment with her dude, the first place they've shared together. So I'm very happy for her. And uh, this was just a really fun conversation. So here she is, without further ado, the one and only Sophie Ross. Folks, welcome to your week. This is so bad it's good. Uh, this is the pop culture roundup. We've got her back. We've got we haven't had her for two weeks, so there's so much stuff to catch up on, even though so much stuff has happened in the last three days. You know her from the hit podcast, So True with Sophie Ross, but what you don't know is she has now fully moved in with her dude. And the if you're watching this on YouTube, the lighting looks incredible on her right now. If you look at me, I look like Louie from Real Housewives of New Jersey. Something really <laughs> drastic is happening with the lighting in here. Sophie Ross, welcome back to the show. Hi, I miss you. I miss you. By the I way, Sophie sent the nicest care package to my mom with from her and her family, and it was really beautiful. And it, it was so touching, and I know I'm just a heartless bastard, but it was so, it really, really was so, so touching, Sophie. I wanted to, well, to thank you so much. We love you guys. We love you guys so much. And yeah, I feel like there's been so much going on. A lot happening, and I feel like it's just been so long since I've been able to catch up with you. And by the way, yes, I, it's so bright. We don't have blinds yet. And I was just telling Ryan that, like, you know, when people post on Instagram and they're like, golden hour, I'm like, where are you finding this golden hour lighting? Because I've always lived in dark caves in New York City. So this is my first time having, like, golden hour lighting. And you so know what? It's you, nice. You're, you're here. Well, what's, it, what's it like the first couple? What's it like the first couple weeks? Is it... What's it like setting up a nesting area? What 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 has this been like? Uh, it's been fun. It's been fun. Um, we yeah, what if you were like, it's not good. It's not. What? It's not working. It's not. Good. Yeah, like Paige on Summer House. She was like, we're crumbling. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. too much closet space. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> no, yeah, it's been great. We basically went to an out of town wedding last weekend, got home Sunday night, and then moved Monday. God, that is your your guys' favorite hobby is an out of town wedding. I this know. girl, they live for out of town weddings. It's like I think you got together and you just increased both of yours, like going to weddings even like twofold now. That's all you guys do I is out of town weddings. That does happen when you suddenly have a partner and you're going to twice as many weddings because these past two were his, and then the next three or four we have are mine. So um, Wait, the next three or four. You yeah. already have three or four weddings lined up to go to? Yeah. No, we have five, actually, until oh, the this end is of the getting, year. This is getting ridiculous. I mean, what's going on <laughs> in your friend group? Like, I mean, this is insane. <laughs> I know. I know. It's just, <laughs> I'm at that age, I guess. I'm at I that guess. age. Even I though, don't... by the way, I'm at that age, like, I'm old. Because we went out last night, literally five minutes before we started recording, Ryan. I was throwing up in the bathroom, not even thinking I was, like, hungover all day. Because I had two mimosas. I got mimosas at dinner, like, you know, a normal, <laughs> adjusted person. Wait, then, you got mimosas at dinner? That's like a chocolate milk at dinner. I know, but that's, like, who? that's me. Because I also would um, get a chocolate milk. A mimosa at so, dinner. So we got... <laughs> 
mimosas or I got mimosas. My boyfriend got beer like a normal person. And then, but then we got shot fireball shots. Just one though. One <laughs> fireball shot each. Okay. And why aren't you guys on Summer House, by the way? You guys would fit in perfectly at Summer House. Are you kidding I, me? I do think I would be more entertaining than the cast of this season. I Well, by, well, by the way, do, did you see that uh, Sam girl, the new girl came on and is dating Corey yeah. now from Summer House. I from love Winter that House. for them. I love that for them. And I also love that for us because as we all know, a, a bunch of the people on this and, and a lot of the longtime cast members that we know and love have kind of outgrown the show. And that includes obviously everyone saying about Lindsay and Carl, like they just want to have babies and settle down at this point. And that's perfectly fine as much as I love them and would miss them if they left it, but also Kyle and Amanda, like Kyle and Amanda. I and I, and I think, it, I, I think that's going to kill Kyle to hear from you because yeah. he, he, it, like, I don't even think he likes being on TV that much. I think he likes just partying on the weekends. He's, and I think if you were to exclude him, it would break his heart. He works hard, plays hard. And he he really does love to, you know, let loose on the weekends. And we love, I mean, I still love watching them. But there's something about the season, obviously, we can all agree, that's very off and, like, just not... Um, yeah, it, not it, 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 at all. But when Corey came on, and Sam, I think has been a great addition. I think Sam and Corey. Why hasn't? Why wasn't Corey like a full time cast member from the jump? Because he well, is exactly the energy we kind of need. I do wonder if Bravo sends out emails to the cast of like, hey, these are the people on our other shows. Would you hook up with anybody on any of these shows? And then take the people that say yes and put right. them all in a house together because, because that's what it's we need. Yes, like I don't like. And by the way, I love Gabby. I'm still not really feeling Chris that. I'm, I don't really know oh my Chris God, that, that much. This is so creepy and cringe. Oh my god, he has god. dad jokes. It's dad jokes twenty four seven. He's so embarrassing. He's. I'm sorry. I'm sure he's a nice guy. I just don't want to watch him. And he reminds me of the, um, with, like the the guy who's like, can I get a hug? What about me? <laughs> yes. Like one of those. I don't want to watch oh that. I, I used to work at an acting studio, you guys, and you would have those, you know, you're really gregarious, like outgoing people, but there would always be those guys that it would always come in and want hugs from all the girls. Like, Hey, and I'm like, I'll hug my family and certain friends, but I'm not an, I go out of my way to rub your back. You know, like I, I think there's a lot of guys out there that you can just tell those guys that are super into hugs. It's never a good vibe when I see that. Exactly. That's the exact energy he exudes. And can we talk about the fact that like when he took he took the girls stuff on guys night and like no one really cared or noticed. So it was like, okay. Like, but then like, Sierra's underwear remained missing. Sierra's underwear is still missing. And like he stole Sierra's. Like that's just like, oh, I would be so weirded out if I knew that a random guy that I lived with was rummaging through my underwear drawer. Like that's disgusting. Like, if I was like 12 or 13, I think I might have been like, like, oh, wow, a pair of women's underwear. But like it, there's nothing like, you know what I'm saying? There's like no I don't have a collection. I mean, I actually, sadly, now that I'm thinking about it, I do have the Tom Girardi lingerie 
that I I I, I <laughs> won at auction. Okay, I take all of that back. Did you see that in the mid-season trailer? Um, Carl and Lindsay get into a fight and they potentially leave the summer house, which I'm curious what that's about. But at this point, everybody's so attacking Lindsay week in, week out. It doesn't even matter if she deserves it, but it's so annoying to watch. It's like they need to get some other storyline. I don't care if it's Corey and Sam. I don't care. Like, it just got to stop. I was so annoyed when Paige was like, she obviously, they're loving the fact that Danielle and Lindsay are falling out. And she was like, um, wait, sorry. I just lost my train of thought. What was it that she said? Oh, it was, it was was like the fact that Danielle is saying this, like validates every single thing we've ever said about Lindsay. Like even Danielle is saying that. And it's like, what are you even like, we need to be able to, to kind of understand like, what is it that they hate so much about Lindsay? And I feel like no one in the audience can understand. I said, I do a Patreon where I I, I do a breakdown of every episode. And that's what I said. I said, the show, I'm not saying that they're not, that Lindsay potentially could be really, the show has not done a good time or good job arguing the fact we don't get to see it at all. We see that she's like a little pushy, gregarious, all of these things, but we don't not, we, it's, we don't see enough for all of this attention for it to make sense at all. Right, it doesn't exactly. make sense it doesn't at make all. Sense. And I think that's also why Gabby and Sam, I feel like are really like the audience is loving the newbies for once, because it's not really common that the audience right away, by the way, I'm burrowing in my, in my blankie. She's got a a nice blankie now. For my Uh, hungover Sunday. But I feel like Gabby and Sam aren't really following the, the, her, the hive mind that usually happens with like Paige, Amanda, Sierra, like now Maya, um, they're kind of vibing with Lindsay. It seems like, and they have no idea. I think that's going to be so awkward in that house to get in there with like six seasons of previous relationships, not knowing like what is going on. Like, and that's what even Sam said in the interview last week. She was like, yeah, it's like really awkward to be there feeling this energy all the time, waking up and like, not, you know, knowing that like people are upset with each other, but also sadly, Danielle, this was the first week where I was like, um, girl, like it really is now coming off more like you just miss your friendships with those two people. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like now so many things are going to be said that it's going to be really hard to come back from that. And also Craig, what a little dude, Craig is like, he's just one of the women, dude. He wants to be in the sewing circle. He's like, literally Paige goes, I can't wait to tell Craig about the Lindsay Danielle thing. Cause he eats up gossip. Like I'm the same way I eat up gossip too, but it's like, I consider myself kind of a girl. Craig is kind of a girl. He loves the gossip. Exactly. And I think the fact, okay, so just pivoting from the Craig stuff or segueing. Oh, yeah. Yes. I, do you see what I mean, though, when I say that I think, because we made the bet that I think that Paige and Craig will break up before they. They they won't get engaged. They'll break up, and you think they'd actually get engaged. I, I still think they're going to get engaged and then because potentially break up. Someone, someone who actually, I, I feel like at least. For me, and this is just my opinion, I don't know if everyone agrees with this, but I think if a woman is like, this guy is my forever, I want to be with him forever, like, is a little bit more excited about the prospect of living together and starting a life together or, you know, moving to one city together. I feel like the fact that she's so complacent with being long distance 
I don't know. I feel like that's wait, like wait, I wait, understand where you said is. the wait. You said the word complacent, and that is a key word when you talk about Paige in terms of reality shows. It's all complacency. She yeah. does her best work from the bed. She's always likes to be seated, and we always joke about that. But I think she carries that over into relationships. And I think from her point of view, it's very realistic in going. Listen, I do have a full successful life going on in New York. The thought of me picking that up and moving to you know your town where they don't have Uber Eats after 10 p.m., which is really sad. But she's like all those... Also, she seems to be that person, if you push her like 30 seconds of pushing, she'll she'll uh, she'll pivot to tears immediately. She'll like, yeah. no, why are you doing this? I just don't... like. And then, and then Craig will immediately go, okay, sorry, babe, sorry, babe. And then that's how she continues to not ever lose an argument. Right. Well, I think... First of all, yes, exactly. I feel like it, it, their conversations like won't go anywhere because she's just like, but I have my life. And he's like, okay. Like, <laughs> no, but it's just like weird. Like, I feel it, like no, it's, it's very more excited at the prospect of, you know, one of them moving cities. But instead she's like, no, I like the long distance. And part of me understands that because like, I like being alone too. But like, I don't know. Yeah. I feel like it's very obvious that she is exactly like settling complacent. Oh, then, Craig's ready. Craig is ready. Craig wants, Craig he goes, I get lonely. He goes, I get lonely quicker now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like Craig, <laughs> I think is the one that is, you know, all, all aboard. Yes. I think oh, he sees the it. one that's like one foot maybe out the door. I don't know. That's just my opinion. But if you look at her previous relationships too, I feel like it was a similar thing. Remember that dude that Harry. she used to date with? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Remember that dude as yeah. well? Like it kind of just petered out. And um, then they broke you, up. And then they broke up. Like, I feel like I've kind of been there before where you're just like, eh, like I don't need like, you know, I don't need to be around him all the time. It's like, if you actually, you know, want to be with someone, you kind of want to be around them all the time. Of course, you know, you have your girls nights and your yeah. alone time, but you know what I mean? And also Paige is a cast member. She is, I was thinking about this actually in the shower where you have like, your deep <laughs> some people that, sing, some people think about summer house. Some people think about the summer house. And I know you're the same way. Um, yeah. I think that Paige is just too normal. Like, She's not unhinged enough. She's not crazy enough. Like she's not like a partier enough. She's just too normal. She's like your average, like just almost 30 year old. I think she's almost 30 if she's not her. I think she is 30 actually now, but on this season, I think she was 29. She's your average 30 year old, kind of like me. And that's why I'm not on Summer House. Like, but also I, I think, well, I think Paige, I will say Paige from from it does seem like she has a, a large fan base and googly squad and all yes, of that stuff. Yes, that is I think that so I, And I think Paige is funny, but Paige is also like a mini Kyle Richards in that she she asks the questions and tries to push people to have drama with each other. She even does it, right. did it with Danielle. She did it last year with Sierra. And by the way, the way we're talking about it, you guys, you would think this was the most exciting season ever, and it's not. It's so, so, you not. know, I just want to I want to fill you guys in. These are the things that you would be talking about if you were watching, and we're going to watch regardless. So we might as well talk about it. But I do want to pivot a little bit to 
you know, we got to go into the Vanderpump rules of it all. We're on month and a, like a month and a week of Scandal, whatever. But there's been a lot of developments. And I just, for my own, uh, my own, my, my own edification, I want to hear your opinions on Tom Schwartz on Watch What Happens Live. We talked about it on Friday's oh, episode, oh but God. to, to do the segue, you guys, there was a post. I'm trying to remember the post. Oh, I think comments by celebs. It was talking about um, maybe Schwartz doing a little bit of the nose pasta. And Kyle, the nose pasta. Kyle, Kyle wrote a comment going, you guys, this is taking it too far. He, I know Tom personally. He was not on pasta. Da, 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 da. This has got to stop. And I wrote, I love Kyle, but maybe he should sit this one out. And then Kyle responded to my response and said, listen, da, da, you know, like this is where it goes too far. But he was actually really nice. And it was a very nice, pleasant exchange between us. But I always think it's funny that I'm like, Kyle, man, don't like, it's like Jax, like maybe just sit this one out. If you've ever had questionable ethics in terms of relationships and uh, strain from your partner, maybe don't like jump into a conversation that is like involving cheating. Like you can talk about people doing drugs, sure, but it's going to come back to your personal faithfulness to your partner. And I think that's dangerous. What did you think of Schwartz on Watch What Happens Live? Well, with the Kyle thing, I think that since Schwartz was just on Winter House, was Kyle? Oh, you're right. You're right. You're right. You're totally right. Schwartz was just on Winter House. I feel like maybe he felt the need to defend him because they've become closer. Yeah. And also, I can say like with certainty, I know that people don't believe this, but the Summer House cast, at least like the core, like Lindsay, Kyle, like they are not on the, the booger pasta. They are not. Well, nose. wait, wait, wait a sec. Wait, but back in the day, Carl. I mean, listen, we even had Carl, Carl being so messed. Carl used to come to work with us. We Kyle even the booger pasta. Yeah, I just they are who they are without drug. I think that people sometimes overestimate. Like, I know that pasta usage is obviously a very widespread, not only in the reality shows, but in New York City and L.A. or wherever yeah. it is. Like, it's. But I think that people attributing to everything to yeah. nose pasta Wait. is like a little like I th- I don't think you understand how many of these cast members you could go up to and be like, hey, hey, like the little like, and they'd be like, no, I actually don't do drugs. Like you might actually oh. be surprised. I know that sounds crazy, but even like Bella Hadid just replied to a comment the other day where she was like, I do not do drugs. You can think. To death that someone. I've never had plaque surgery ever. I've done drugs well, and I've never done anything to my face. I know she's no, not trustworthy, but still, it's like for her to go out of her way. She didn't have to say anything. No, but for her I, to I totally actually believe that, but I do believe Schwartz had a few drinks. He was a little on Watch What Happens yes, Live. That's so I, I think. Yes. I think at the end of the day, it really, it, you know. It was great television, even though I thought the discourse afterwards of we should applaud Schwartz for being so open and honest. I'm like, wait, no, this isn't something he like was so brave. And like, I love how we are so quick to give credit to men that have done wrong. Like we are so quick to be like, what a hero, what a damn hero this man is. What did you think of this? The fact that he literally admitted to knowing that Raquel and Tom had a one night stand. First of all, that's not the definition of a one night stand. A one night stand is when you like never see the person again. They were seeing like, each other, oh, never oh, sleeping with oh, each other. That's not a one night stand. So like they slept together. He thought it was just a one off. I guess. And by the way, Sophie, you remember this is in the Bible. If you own, if you're with a partner, 
And you cheat on that partner. If you only do it one time, it doesn't count. It's fine, right? Yeah, it's fine. Like, who cares? If you then do it more, then you're in the wrong. But if you just do it once, that is totally acceptable. Exactly. Exactly. Them's the rules. So, so, like, he said in August they did it one time. And he was like, yeah, no big deal. No big deal. And I think everyone in the audience, including Andy, was just like, wait, you need to <laughs> I like, I like the, the he acted he like it was like, he needed, hey, he, he needed it, Andy. He's like, he's like, he's like, he needed that one time. Like, he's really going through something, you know? And I mean, not, and then the heroin thing. Yeah, yeah. He said that, I know you love this, that Raquel is Tom's heroin. He just, he can't quit it. He can't quit it. So he, and then he said it was an open secret also. That it was okay. like an open secret. Like, what do you mean open secret? Let, let me speak. To... Okay, yeah. I have a little bit of information from third-party sources close oh, please, to this. And I, I said to some, you guys might not listen to the, the recaps on Friday, but I got from a pretty good source some things that might blow you away if you don't listen to those. So remember how Schwartz and Sandoval were on Watch What Happens Live, the the night Vanderpump Rules premiered, and Schwartz kept looking at Sandoval the whole time. And even yeah. Schwartz on this appearance, Andy was like, were you covering for Sandoval in some ways? Like, no, I have it on good authority that Raquel was in the hotel room with Sandoval in New York City the night before or the night of that actual thing before he flew home the next day and then did then him and Ariana did so bad it's good our our little moment house like which I'm gonna place clips of on today's show. So I have it on authority that she was there in the hotel room. I also have it on good authority that um this affair was going on in in um in February. Raquel gave Tom an ultimatum of something like if this is how it's going to be with us, you should just stay with Ariana. Like Sandoval was potentially not meeting her needs in this affair oh relationship. God. Also, so Schwartz also Schwartz, says Schwartz a hundred percent knew the entire time. Yeah, Schwartz said that 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 ski vacation he brought up that Joe his whatever she is to Schwartz. He said I didn't know that Joe was bringing Raquel. It was a surprise. I thought. Ariana and him were broken up. That's what I was told, which is complete bullshit as well. You'll even see on that photograph that they posted of the two guys, Ariana commented on that photograph and Schwartz liked it and things like that. So Schwartz saying he thought they were broken up at that time is completely bullshit. And he did know Raquel was coming on that trip, which is just insane. So it's like, I like Schwartz. He, you know, he's so affable and nice and stuff, but he still was lying on top of those lies. Yes. Absolutely. And he clearly like broke down the entire story that he potentially didn't know. Like he clearly did know the entire time. And yeah, that makes Schwartz look terrible. And also it's like with Schwartz and the Katie stuff, I know that after that Watch What Happens Live appearance, especially, I feel like people are like Schwartz. The fact that he called Katie a monster. In the after show. A lot of people don't realize there's an after show you can watch online. So during the show, he said, I love Katie. She's special. But then in the after show, he was like, you got to understand, Katie's a monster sometimes. And she's really ruined a lot of relationships over the court. Like she, he was really like digging in. Right. And everyone's like, Schwartz is the monster. And he was gaslighting her at that dinner, which by the way, I'm like, Katie, you're so annoying. Like you're still like around. You said you were going to be doing your own thing with Christina Kelly. And you're just like 
all up in the wedding festivities and the but wedding don't you think people. that's production don't you think that's yes, production literally because yes, like sheena like sheena goes i can see her right there of course you can there's a camera right on her with a light you know yes true very true very true but i think with the katie stuff i said this two weeks ago last time we spoke that like everyone who feels so bad for katie for what she's had to put up with with Schwartz and his gaslighting. And yes, I do agree. By the way, I think you can see my dry shampoo in my hair. I'm so sorry. I wouldn't even know what dry shampoo looks like, Sophie. It's it's like, I don't know. white powder in my hair. Uh, <laughs> it, wasn't, it wasn't no sugar. Don't know. <laughs> it wasn't pasta. no. It wasn't booger pasta. Um, yeah. <laughs> believe it or not. But um, wait, what was I just saying? We're talking about Katie two weeks ago. You said I brought this up two weeks ago in regards to potentially Katie. Did Katie not literally force Schwartz to marry her? Were the red flags all not there prior to them? The red, the red, I'm sorry. Part of me does feel bad for Katie. And part of me is like, you knew what you were getting yourself into. Well, every, listen, I think even that that's that opening scene, which was just so tragic of them getting together for dinner. It's like, yeah. I've been in that situation, not, you know, exactly the same, but it's just like, no matter what they do, it's going to end up the same way, whether they're married or divorced, because that's just how their relationship interacts with each other. And it doesn't yeah. mean that they don't have love for each other. It doesn't mean they have, but also I think it's interesting is that Katie isn't asking for our sympathy. And in fact, it's really weird because a lot of that is kind of, pushed by the wayside because of Scandaval. But I do think it's interesting that the audience is finally able to see a little more clearly what she potentially had to deal with, even though she was one of the people that was like, yes, let's get married. You better do this. I, you know, it better not be a ring on the string next time. But like, that's what I'm saying. Like Like, that was a red flag. Yes. But that's what I'm saying is that sometimes when you're in love, you can only see your, you have blinders on, but I just think it's interesting now that some of us see, it's just, yes. it's hard. Like, I just kind of, I'm trying hard. to think of all angles, but Schwartz is like, it's just frustrating because even after I made a Jerry Maguire stupid meme about being Schwartz's agent and Schwartz DM'd me about that meme, like immediately on Thursday night. And I was like, he's like, I opened up my phone and saw this. And the meme was literally like, hey, Schwartz, it's me, Jerry, your agent. Great job on Watch What Happens Live tonight. <laughs> love, the, lo- love the heroin bit. Love the getting sympathy for Tom bit. Uh, you you know, calling, t- telling Katie you loved her and then calling her a monster on the after show. Amazing. And then this is funny. I said, by the way, I think we're close to getting Dancing with the Stars. Keep up the good work. And Schwartz saw that and immediately, well, D- uh, he goes, I opened up my phone and saw this. And I go, Dude, I like listen. I don't want, I hate when people see things that might upset them, even if I mean them. But I was like, dude, right. um, or I said, are you okay? I said, are you okay? This is wild. And he goes, uh, what did he write back? He said, uh, it's, it's like a fever dream, right? And I was like, and I just was like, dude, I don't know. But like, I used to really look up to Tom. I said, you can block me if you want. Uh, but I hope, I hope you're okay. And that was how I left it with that. But, um, I do, I bring I bring up the Dancing with the Stars thing because I was joking about that, but then today but then Ariana, it, yeah. it got leaked that Ariana Maddox is potentially joining this next season of Dancing with the Stars, according to Page Six. Now I do want to say I have a little more inside knowledge about that, where it is not confirmed yet, you guys. It is not confirmed. Oh, it's not. I, I thought it was like confirmed. It was everywhere. It is not confirmed yet. I uh, as of two hours ago. It has not been confirmed. I believe it is close to happening. And I also think there is a world in which ABC potentially leaks things to see if it has any legs. 
Ooh, to see if like that's people pretty smart. Ooh. Right. I mean, but it goes the other way, Sophie, because uh, Tom Sandoval and the most extras, his band, oh, they did a two night run in California this past weekend. And in today's episode, you're going to hear a 10 minute uh, review from a lady who was at the Saturday night show and says, Tom shaves his waxes, his full body, which is a great, and he, he took off the mustache too, but I want to read you something and just get your thoughts before I say anything. So this is TMZ. TMZ today did this article, an article, like, you know, if you want to call it article on TMZ, but they talk about Tom Sandoval's performances this weekend. Um, sorry, trying to, and they use some really interesting verbiage in like the third paragraph. So it says Tom Sandoval performs uh, back to the band life post scandal, belting out tunes shirtless. And this is a really positive little article. And it says in both instances, Tom Sandoval lost his shirt and handled microphone duties bare chested. He wasn't shy either. Tom was up there belting out songs like there was no tomorrow. And it sounds like the crowds were rocking with him for the most part. All in all, pretty good vibes. Of course, the question some might ask is too soon. Clearly not. The guy was booked, so he has every right to perform, and it doesn't sound like the cheating hurt sales either. He's already gone to the reunion and gotten chewed out by everyone under the sun, both on and off set. And he apologized for betraying Ariana Maddox. At this point, though, dot, 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 this saga's been going on a month plus, and there's nothing more to really say. It's over. According to TMZ. Isn't that the weirdest verbiage? TMZ literally tells us it's over, Sophie. It's over, according to TMZ. He says he's done everything. But isn't that a wild article? Almost, what would you say that reminds you of? Like, if you were, you, you a PR. consume. A, 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 it, it's like, yeah, a PR. Yes. Yeah, exactly. It's a, it's a PR. Guys, PR companies have relationships with these outlets. So what you're going to see this week, uh, I already saw it with like Just Jared. A lot of things will not be pro Sandoval, but they'll put out that Tom Sandoval was doing a successful concert. Uh, they'll have a lot of shirtless pics of him. Now, uh, Tom Sandoval's manager is, or publicist, I'm sorry, is a gentleman named Adam Ambrose, who does have a relationship with TMZ. So just be, just always... You know, the audiences are much smarter than than this. Like, you read this and you're like, oh, this is such a PR thing. And I would just warn Mr. Ambrose to really pick his battles and maybe let a little more time pass before these, like, positive articles start, like, coming out. But it's all relationship-based. Folks, summer is just around the corner, so it's time to say goodbye to those jackets and sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. Now, I wanted to update my wardrobe for the long haul without spending a fortune, and luckily, I found Quince. Now, I have a lineup of timeless pieces I want that will keep me looking fresh year after year. I got a pair of tan shorts. I got a pair of green shorts. I cannot wait to style these for summer. And I got to tell you, the quality is great because Quince has all the seasonal must-haves, like 100% European linen shirts from 30 performance polos, and versatile flow knit activewear. The best part? All Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman by partnering directly with top factories and passes that savings on to us. And Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes. So you can feel good about what you're wearing on every level. 
So upgrade your wardrobe. Go to quince.com slash so bad for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash so bad to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash so bad. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? With 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yeah, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Wait, don't be sorry. Oh, yeah. Our food is here. And I was like, is someone knocking? Okay, sorry. Wait, <laughs> sorry. Can you repeat that? <laughs> no, I was just saying that audiences are more sophisticated. Be careful, like, reading things. I mean, I think you'll, like, oh, really yes. be aware. But I said, you know, maybe give it a couple more weeks before you push the pro-Tom Sandoval articles. Yeah. It's too soon, TMZ. It's too soon. But, again, it's like if they're getting paid or if they're, like, if the publicist, you know, has an in or whatever, I'm sure there are more that are coming. But, yeah. But yeah, no, no to the Tom Sandoval PR puff pieces. We'll be back to that in just one second. Now is my favorite time of the episode where I get to talk about our sponsor. And this week, our show, So Bad Is Good, is sponsored by our friends over at BetterHelp. Now, believe me, BetterHelp, I think the entire cast of Vanderpump Rules needs BetterHelp immediately ASAP. But all joking aside, I know you guys know that I'm a big proponent of mental health, of just making really small steps that can lead into lifelong um, betterment of some sort. Um, They want me to talk about in this ad, they usually tell you kind of directions to go. And this, they asked me a question of, talk about a time that I've learned something new about myself and What was that experience like for me and how did it change my life? Now, I will tell you that uh, I did see a therapist right before the pandemic. I was talking to a therapist. It was post-divorce and I have a real hard time with confidence, which is insane. And a a lot of people don't actually sometimes believe that, but I do. And uh, through therapy, it was this wild thing where... Uh, this amazing lady kind of started to try to get me to understand that these negative thought patterns that I have built up over decades could potentially be not true, that my own mind could be lying to myself, right? I mean, that is like the end of the sixth sense when he realizes he hasn't been alive the whole time. You're like, what? Wait, what? You're saying that I could potentially be like that my mind is potentially against me sometimes? And it blew me away. But it also changed my life in a lot of ways. Um, And it also led me to do this show. Honestly, it gave me the confidence to do this show. But in that, you also have to be very honest in uh, talking about mental health is that it's a daily struggle. You have to go out and do the things that are going to give you the best shot of happiness. Or not even happiness, of just getting through life, which can be so difficult, right? And that, like I said, includes working out for me, taking vitamins, talking to a therapist. There are so many things that go into that. And you have to do that day after day, week after week. 
But getting to know yourself can be a lifelong process, especially because we're always growing and changing. I change week to week, unfortunately, not just my waist side. Hey, oh, dad joke. But you know what I'm saying? We really do. You have to keep on top of those changes. And that's where therapy really comes in. It's all about deepening your self-awareness and understanding. Because sometimes we don't know what we want or why we react the way we do until we talk through things. I mean, that's the other thing, is that I can have a billion thoughts going on in my mind at one time. And I can think, oh, all of these things about all of these thoughts going on. But until I speak it out loud to somebody else, do I realize that a good 83% of those things are completely nonsense? It helps you hone in on the things that actually matter. Now, BetterHelp connects you with a licensed therapist who can take you on that journey of self-discovery from wherever you are. I have fully benefited from therapy. Period. Period. And I expect to benefit from it my entire life. But it is like the gym. You're going to not want to go. You're going to not want to do this. That's just how we are wired. Ignore those thoughts. Listen to this, or at least try this. So if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online. It even takes that out of the... You don't even have to drive there anymore. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. All you have to do is fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge because that's a big thing as well. Because sometimes finding the right therapist is like finding the right pair of jeans. Unless you're at Old Navy, everything looks great there. <laughs> but no, all joking aside, discover your potential with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash SoBad today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash SoBad. Um, I'm really proud that uh, they are a sponsor because I really, really personally do believe in therapy. But give it a shot. It always helps the show. But I think at the end of the day, it could really, really help you in the long run. And now back to the show. On Friday night, the Vanderpump Economy, Ariana Maddox, Katie Maloney, and Sheena Shea were at Emo Night in Los Angeles where they play emo rock songs, which is really popular. And they... That sounds uh, so the, fun. It does, and they led the the uh, crowd in a chant. Will be the night for you. Sorry, and every the whole audience was screaming "F Tom," which I thought was amazing. Oh my god, um, I love that! And now Sheena and Katie are friends again. Yes, that's. I mean, this this relationship breaking apart is bringing other relationships together. And by the way, this is doing so good for Ariana that I'm hoping to date Tom Sandoval at some point and have him cheat on me. Just be like, give a nice little career boost. <laughs> it's really nice to see, though. Is your, do you have any other thoughts about any other Vanderpump Rules thing from this week? Because it's we're at um, Sheena's wedding now, and it's it's just getting. Messy or we we Raquel kissed Tom Schwartz this week and nobody cares. I guess Tom Schwartz. (laughs) What about um James? Like Allie is not into James. Dude, what is that relationship? Like, she's the love of my life. Let's twirl together, Allie. Let she seems so smart. She seems so smart. I I don't like her. She seems smart and nice and normal. I know she was on that one. Other reality show before. It was called The Valley on CW, yeah. 
which could indicate that she's in it for the fame, which, you know, her behavior now, these, these past two episodes, I'm like, she does not like him. Dude, Please I have. Like him. It doesn't seem like it. And she seems smart enough to know, to realize that there's yeah. an issue here. And that's Agreed. what I find really fascinating. But I kind of like her enough where I'm like, well, listen, we need a smart girl on the show. Like she's she's like way better than Raquel in terms of just being able to verbalize her thoughts and feelings. I'm down for it. It's just that I, I just love that thing where we're still so black and white of like DJ James Kennedy is amazing now. I'm like, DJ James Kennedy is hysterical, but he fat shames every week. He's like, you fat fuck. You're a fat fuck, you fat fucker. You know? I know. The fat man when he's talking about Randall. Um, <laughs> no, I know, but he does make great TV. Let's be real. No, Let's be he's real hysterical. James Kennedy makes amazing TV, and we know he's that's it's the opposite of Paige. It goes back to what I was saying that we need people that are kind of insane, like James Kennedy, because normal people are not fun to watch. Like James Kennedy is insane. Yeah. So yes. yeah, and a very no. troubled person, and yeah. Um. Okay. So. Vanderpump like, rules. I hate, it, that. I hate saying that. It sounds mean that like he's more entertaining when he's off the wagon. Like that's a fucked up thing to say. Well, but, listen, like, if the show's going to let him do it and Lisa's going to support it, then I guess I'm going to support it too. And it's going to be good on her. Who, who are we to stop him? Who am I, I, I'm just a, I'm just a, a viewer. I mean, and by the way, we're going to watch this all take a turn again next season. We're going to watch him have to face this. And by the way, eventually maybe Allie will be like, Allie and DJ James Kennedy will be like Carla and Lindsay. And DJ James Kennedy will be like, I've got to go to Barry's boot camp at eight in the morning and I'm going to call it an early night and watch Netflix on my bed with my girlfriend, Ali, and eat candy. Babe, babe. You're so beautiful, babe. Oh, you're, you're so, so lovely. You're so beautiful. You're so beautiful. Oh. Um, okay, moving on from Vanderpump Rules. We talk about it so much, but I wanted to get your thoughts also on uh, the tectonic plate shifted in America this week because the official trailer for the Barbie movie came out and there has been so much discourse about this trailer. Greta Gerwig directing with Brian Gosling as Ken and Margot Robbie as Barbie. What did you think of the Barbie trailer? Everybody has an opinion. I mean, I thought it was great. It looks like so much fun. I'm just very excited for it. Even my boyfriend was like, this does look funny. Like, let's see. Like, he's down to see it in theaters, too. He's going to see that over Oppenheimer with me. So I think. Wait, wait, you you can see both movies. Like, I want to see. Oh, because oh, Oppenheimer comes out on the same day. It's the same day. Oh, Oppenheimer, by the way, is about Robert Oppenheimer, the guy who did the atomic bomb directed by Christopher Nolan. And it's supposed to be insane. But it's a, you know, are you going to see a fun Barbie movie or a movie about the atomic bomb? Like it just looks like the perfect summer, fun, mindless, like sugary, sweet movie. Like I'm so excited for it. I do think, you know, the people being like, well, I'm still doing a James Kennedy voice. Well, what's the plot? What's yeah. the plot? Then, wait, I don't get this. People I were in my comments it. when I posted the trailer going, I don't get this. Is this is this for kids know. only? This I don't get the humor in this. What is this? And then the other comment I keep seeing, which blows me away, I don't mean is Ryan, Ryan Gosling. Gosling is he can't play Ken. Ryan he Gosling looks nothing like 
Kin's a doll. Kin's a fucking doll. Everybody, everybody needs a. If I you know. know what Kin's supposed to look like, then I like I. I literally have no opinion. Go. I'm literally like, oh, Ryan Gosling's a good-looking guy. Dyed his hair blonde. Okay, I'll see him in the movie. I have zero opinion. But people were in my DMs going, he's too old. He doesn't look like Kin. And I'm like, how do you know what Kin fucking looks like? How do you know what Kin looks like? All the trolls now talk like James Kennedy. He's too old. I'm gonna read all my negative reviews in in, 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 in DJ James Kennedy's voice. But like, I saw a really good tweet that like made a great point. It was like, people don't understand that Ken, it's not just like, like everyone was like trying to cast Ken, like all of these like sexy, perfect celebrities like Theo James. It's like, you don't understand. Ken is supposed to be sexless. He is a sexless, just plastic, doesn't have anything going on. But also Ryan Gosling is a pretty perfect looking guy, I think, right? But he's just like kind of just like a, a blank. Like you can tell he's just kind of like the sexless. He has smoothed out private parts. Smoothed out. There's, what'd you say? That was my favorite part of the trailer, by the way, where he's like, how about I sleep over? And she's like, do, do what? what? And he's like, I don't know. Yeah, do yeah, what? Yeah. And then, and then with, the, uh, with the other dude from uh, uh, Shang-Chi, uh, the uh, do you want to have a beach off? I'll beach off with you any day. Like that, yeah, I mean, it looks, it looks because so by funny. the way, you have you go deep into Barbie lore. I didn't even realize they had all these different kinds of Barbies Alan, over the years. Alan, who's Michael Sarah's character, is and like this deep Barbie lore he, character. He was invented as Kin's friend, and there was actually a doll. There's actually a pregnancy Barbie that actually existed, and then Kate McKinnon plays a Barbie that your kid got a hold hold of, and so the hair is cut, and there's like weird makeup on the eyes because your kid I damaged know, that Barbie. It. Um, and Midge, the pregnant one. Yeah, Midge, that was the one that Midge. And then they do this perfect shot that people are talking about, Jax Taylor specifically, uh, where there's a perfect shot of a girl with uh, the shoe and the the bar, like the the foot shot that is like perfectly. Yes, yes. And then the foot goes like this. The foot like goes it's like this, which is like so. Butt, yeah. It, but I just think, yeah, this is, I like. I just don't see, it was like when like people didn't like Robert Pattinson as Batman or something. Like, I just don't understand because. You know, we have these thoughts of who these characters are in our mind, but at the same time, they're not real. So you can't like, I'm sorry that it's not Ken in your eyes, but at the end of the day, it's just Ken. Like we can chill out. I also trust Greta Gerwig's vision. Apparently Ryan Gosling was always her only choice for the role. Like I'm going to trust an Oscar nominated director more than I trust these random ass people on Twitter. But at the same time, it's, it's Barbie. Like, it's Barbie at the end of the day. Like, I love every, everybody loves Barbie, but it's Barbie. Like, this, yeah. like, listen, I would rather have intense discourse about the, the guy who invented the atomic bomb movie. Like, should, was it ethical? Yeah. Was it ethical? It could like, you know, like, but instead we're arguing about Barbie. And I think that's cracks me up because at the end of the day, it's probably just going to be a really fun, lighthearted movie. Do you guys know that Amy Schumer was originally set to to play Barbie and she was writing the movie as well with her sister and Greta Gerwig was not involved at that point. Yep. Amy Schumer would have not been a great choice for Barbie. Um, I think it would have just been a different movie. Like Margot Robbie, like it's, it, it would just be a different movie, you know? Yes. Like, yeah, totally different. And, and that would have been part of the movie too, is that right. she doesn't look exactly like a Barbie, which is fine, but I love right. that we're doing this form of Barbie. Moving on, we've got really, really intense relationship news. Nothing to do with Scandal. I'll see how I can tie it in though, is that uh, Taylor Swift, I don't know if you know this girl, Taylor Swift, 
she has broken supposedly a six-year relationship with Joe Allen. They have split up, according to People Magazine. Uh, Swifties are trying to figure out when this breakup initially happened. Did you feel anything from this breakup at all? Did this shock you, surprise you, anything? Yeah, I was really surprised because when you say like six years, it's crazy that it has been, I guess, since what, 2017. That's a long time. And yeah, I guess I just like assumed they were endgame at this point because it had been so long. Um, so but they yeah, also kept yeah. so good, they kept that relationship so protected, private, yeah. which is kind of really nice, I'm sure, at that level. But at the same time, people are like, oh, she's going to write the best album ever. And I'm like, I'm curious that that would even play into it because the People magazine said, oh, it, it had just run its course, which means that you didn't have a scandal type thing happen where Joe Allen was caught cheating or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and they there's a lot of rumors Dumois, by the way, holds true to this blind that said they were secretly married. And she still says, well, they they did get secretly married. So if that is true, and who knows what is true and what is not, but that would be interesting if they were married and they're even splitting up from the marriage. I don't know. There, there has to be, I guess, maybe a loophole that they like had maybe like a, an unofficial ceremony overseas in Europe or something. Like, Where it I doesn't think, count. Isn't like... Isn't that like a legal, like on record thing? If two people are legally married in the U.S., like I feel like people would be able to find record of it if it was like a legally bound U.S. What I feel like Taylor Swift can do anything she puts her mind to. So if she wants it secret, it's going to be like I feel like true, Taylor true. Swift. No, right. Well, then I read this rumor that off to keep it secret. Did you see that rumor that she's potentially dating somebody older already? And that just doesn't, but that doesn't strike me like, listen, I don't know Taylor Swift at all, but just following her media empire and all of this stuff, it doesn't strike me as somebody that you would immediately rush into dating. Also, I've seen the joke like a thousand times already about Pete Davidson. Listen, I think that is cute, but I don't think ever that would ever happen. I don't even think that would be fun for anybody involved. Even a joke, it wouldn't even be that fun. Pete Davidson seems seems really happy with his current Suki? girlfriend. Yeah, they yeah. were just with um, they were just with Martha Stewart. I guess she posted on oh. Instagram. <laughs> they seem really happy. Let Pete Davidson be in a normal relationship. Exactly, with, like, a normal. Per- I mean, I know that she's also like an actress, but like she's not like Kim Kardashian or yeah, whatever. exactly. So I, I I'm. I'm curious if she'll ever talk about it on her era's tour, which she is in a stadium tour now for the next year. So it'll be interesting to see what comes up. Everybody's looking for clues. Yeah. Uh, you know, I was watching this TikTok of be like, you know, she wore this t-shirt at the concert last yeah, week like, that said, on. we are never getting back. And I'm like, you know, I, I think Taylor loves clues, but at a certain point, I just wonder if everything's some kind of mystery box for her. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I feel like so often the the conspiracy theories like are such reaches and I see them because I follow a lot of Taylor Swift and not a lot of them, but I follow a decent amount of Swifties on Twitter. And it's like, you guys are really insane. You're insane. Well, I mean, listen, I get, I love love fandom, but like, wow, this is like, it gets really extreme and you see it a lot with the Selena Haley stuff fans too. And I'm like, oh man, like does love an Easter egg. So yes, I know she does like to leave her fans clues, but like, come on, it's not literally every little thing she does. But I saw like a thousand comments yesterday of like, oh, she could finally be with a girl who she wants to be with. Like, I don't care. Like, I don't care if she's bisexual, trisexual, quadsexual. I don't care if she's straight. Like, I don't care. But listen, 
the Gaylor rumors are like, oh, those God. people are crazy. I mean, it's wild. And I'm like, it's, ex- it's that stuff. It's a, her work to me is exciting. This other hoopla around it. And I think that's why she protects her relationship so much. Great music is going to come out of it, which is a win for us. And it sounds like from all the reports, CNN reporting it, that it was like, <laughs> that it was like a pretty amicable breakup that it had yes. just quote unquote run its course. Yeah. Um, um, I wonder if whenever I hear something of like run its course, I'm like, she got the ick. I don't know. That's just, this. She got the ick. I, I think at some point, at some point, maybe after like a long after years with someone, there might be a moment where you're just like, I just like no. I, I was I, so, I, Sophie. Know? I I was so sensitive this past week, and somebody emailed me, and it was like, literally, I think like I misread the email, and it was like. You it was says something of like you looked like you got the ick, but in my mind I read it as you gave me the ick. And I, I didn't know this person really, so I was like, this is the most hurtful email I've ever received in my life. And I and then I felt so bad because the lady was like, No, 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 I actually didn't know. I didn't know that, that I this is what I meant. I didn't mean that at all. And I'm like, oh, I'm so sorry. I took it as uh, well, there's a phrase here of it gave the ick, and like I felt so bad. I totally misread the email because I was like really tired, and then I completely acted out oh on that God. email. And Wait, I felt so saying, bad. Who were they saying you got the ick from? Was it me? No, no, they were complimenting one of my guests that I have on like every like couple months, Annabelle sister we do movie recaps and she said she loves these recaps uh but she said something of like it uh, looks like i got the ick or something but she she was saying that she was watching it on video and it she said annabelle said something that looked like i got the ick from something she said potentially but i didn't read that my mind read it as you gave me the ick you gross mother effer and and so i was so sensitive at the time like i'm insane that's why I would be have, so upset if you ever got the ick with me. You're never allowed to get the ick with have, me. I don't even, listen, I don't even want to use the word ick. I, when you just brought it up right now, it just gave me, a, I just got triggered fully. Me um, saying the word ick gives you the ick. Listen, I only have 15 more minutes with you or less, and I need to I need to bring this up too. Speaking of relationship rumors, and you brought up Kim Kardashian, and I hate we're we're coming back into Kim oh, Kardashian. The Kardashian stuff is full force again, you guys, because they're ramping up to the next season of a Kardashians. Plus, we got Travis Barker and Courtney Kardashian's spin-off wedding series, which I think is completely dumb because I want to see that wedding, but it only works in conjunction with the whole show. I feel like that's gonna be a bomb and a half if it's just Courtney and Travis. I I think the magic is when you intersperse it with the other Kardashians and then you cut to that, cut back to something stupid with Chloe, cut back to that. I just wonder sometimes if they can handle a whole spinoff series themselves, but I do want to see everything involving the wedding. Yeah. I mean, has anyone been like watching even the most recent season? No. I owe you me, but I mean, like I, like I said, I'm going to keep watching. Like I'm just, it's like something in my DNA, but I'm not enjoying it. I, I, I've, in fact, I thought it would have been smart if they just stopped, if they just stopped because they're all billionaires almost just stop. Just like, we've had such a nice it's break. It's more embarrassing. The fact that they have this show that no one cares about. Well, but here's the, here's my thought. So you really know PR is ramping up um, because just in this week alone, we got the Travis Courtney stuff. And then we got the rumor that they wanted really to really catch fire. And I got the sense that people didn't really give a rip after the first day was the rumor that was potentially true that Timothy Chalamet and Kylie Jenner are now dating. What I do we know think? it's like, not we- true. 
Remember when I had like ESPN? It's like I have ESPN or something. When I had wait, ES- wait, 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 Sophie. Wait. So I just want a real quick correction. You have ESP. ESPN is a sports news network. I know, Ryan. I'm quoting. Oh. Emails. I'm quoting emails. It's like I have ESPN or something. <laughs> if I had ESPN. When I'm about to have a stroke. Pete, right? Yeah, please don't hurt yourself there. Um, when Kim and Pete were about to break up. I have ESPN right now that this is bullshit. There is no chance. There's no chance. I mean, like, I will. What, what would they even talk about? Like, exactly. Like, did, like exactly. that's what I'm saying. I was, I made a bad joke, but at the same time, like, do you think Kylie Jenner is like really into Dune? Do you think Kylie Jenner likes call me by your name? Like, no offense to Kylie Jenner. No. It's just not the image she shows us on social media. She might Absolutely be a deep not. as hell girl. But like, the other thing is like, Timothy, really, Timothy, you're going to go, you know. No, he it, wouldn't. He wouldn't. He's. He is mentored by Leonardo DiCaprio, whose career I feel like he is emulating acting wise. Yeah. And that's, he said that that's his role model. And Leo gives him great advice and always has. I don't think Leonardo DiCaprio would advise dating Kylie Jenner. I just don't think that that's. Could you imagine that conversation? What are you doing, bro? I told you not. I told you there are plenty you of no nineteen. I told you there are nineteen-year-old Instagram thirst traps. That there are you. There are Victoria's Secret not models out the Wahoo. I'm. I'm. I think that him dating Kylie Jenner is a better scenario than him dating a nineteen-year-old. A hundred percent. I just think that that like he just wouldn't, and I don't think that Timmy is Kylie's type either. Like, I just, I don't think that. Well, it's like Lala saying Randall was her type, but then everybody else she dates is a completely different type right. than Randall Emmett. It's the same thing with Kylie Jenner is that Kylie has had a very specific type from Tyga to Travis Scott. Like there seems to be a type and like, I'm all for like breaking out of the mold, but it is interesting that it would be, it, it's kind of, if you look at it from PR standpoint, it's that left of center rumor that the Kardashians are wanting now. They want that like, look, we can do we can do actors, we can do basketball players, we can do rappers, we can do lawyers, we can do politicians. They're, they're, it's kind of like diversifying their portfolio. But we have Coachella, right. which I wrongly reported last week that it was starting this past weekend. It actually starts this next weekend. Will we see? Because I figure at this point, if this rumor is going good for Chris, will we see a Timothy Kylie photo op potentially at Coachella, even if the relationship isn't real? That would be so embarrassing for him. Because Bad Bunny is performing Friday be, night. Bad Bunny is performing Friday night. And you yeah. know Kendall will be Kendall's, there. And Kendall's going to be there. That would be amazing for Kylie. That would be the best thing that could happen to Kylie's like career trajectory right now. Yes. And she um, needs us. It would be the worst thing that could happen to Timothy's. Like, I just, I mean, not the worst, you know, there are worse things, but like, that would be so embarrassing for him. Like, I just refuse to believe it. If there's a photo op, I will eat crow pie. I whatever, whatever it is. <laughs> I will, I will eat, I will eat the nose pasta. If, <laughs> I will fully get addicted to nose pasta if this turns out to be true. Exactly. Like, I just, I'm so confident in the fact that this is not true. Again, you can hold me to it if I'm wrong. Um, but I just don't think that I'm wrong in this scenario. I mean, like, I'm I, I don't think about everything. I don't think I'm going to. No, start no. 
I think you're right in the sense it's not a real relationship, but I do also, I have questions about Bad Bunny and Kendall too, because they had those horse photos that TMZ pushed out this past week of them in the Santa Monica mountains, which paparazzi happened to like yeah. follow them and be, and they were sharing a horse. And I'm like, who's Tate? Like who, you know, it was just, they weren't even riding the horse correctly. And Kendall's a horse and girl. She knows Barbie, how to- there was a funny, someone quoted it and said, he's everything. She's just Ken. <laughs> well, See, but that's what I'm saying is that in celebrity relationships, one person, you you know, it's very rare. And I think back to the days of like Gwyneth and Brad or Brad and Jen, like, you know, they even each other out in a sense where they're like, okay, we like both of these people together. But then like lately celebrity relationships can be up and down where like Bad Bunny, people really hold on a pedestal right now. Kendall Jenner, you know, she's famous. She's rich. She's supermodel, all that stuff. But people don't really say amazing things about Kendall. So in this chance, if she was good at her job. I feel like people would hold her in higher but see, I But, but I don't know that stuff. Like I wouldn't know if she was good or bad. She's like walking somewhere. I should walk down a runway. Yeah. But I, isn't that how you do it? Like not, no, that's the only face she makes. And like, look at Bella Hadid, who is like a, a similar, like Nepo supermodel, quote unquote, like people love Bella because she's actually good at her job. Um, so, yeah, I think that people would be nicer to Kendall if she actually could, like, do the one thing that she's paid for. <laughs> Instead, she's just useless. Um, also, I also want to talk about, not to lead the conversation and change the subject. No, please. This is usually what you do. But I just finished um, the episodes. I think there are more that are coming out of um, uh, Rugged 3. Okay, Real Housewives Ultimate Girl Strip. Why? You finally got Peacock. You finally are doing I it. I got it. Wait, I thought you said you didn't get it yet because you were like, you got to catch up on Miami and stuff. Um, I have been watching season five of Miami. I started from the beginning and then I just like, I lost interest. So I started season five and whoo. Dude, what do you, wait, okay. What, it's electric. Who's your favorite person to watch good or bad? Um, On Ultimate Girls ooh. Trip season three. On Ultimate Girls Trip? Yeah. Candace, I'm actually loving Candace. I like but I don't like the alliance that she sort of has with Leah because Leah and Heather Gay have complete like they Heather like they just flop city to me. I know, but they're making me. It's the fact that that Portia and Giselle are kind of like bullying. Them yeah, in a way. but Giselle, but Portia's so entertaining at it. Giselle is yeah. just like she's annoying in a different way. Why? What was with the tequila bottle? I like did not understand what the big deal was about this tequila bottle. Oh, the the newest episode. Yeah, I see. I didn't get to watch the newest episode yet because it's been insane. Oh but God. like, I've only got up to four, like the uh, episode four. I haven't watched five yet. Oh my god, it's insane. She like is going full like FBI raid on people. Who, Portia life. or Giselle? Giselle. And yeah, Giselle is just like mean. Like yeah. they're just, she's just mean and miserable. And everything that Candace has ever said about her is true. We're I just think that Candace sometimes not, doesn't I'm do herself. Co-signing, I'm not co-signing stovepipe legs. I'm not co-signing that. <laughs> No, I think Ultimate Girls Trip, by the way, it's really watchable, though. I will say that. Like, I, I I don't know why this hasn't been advertised more, because every time I watch it, and also, you guys, tonight, Below Deck Sailing Yacht premieres again. The new season premieres on Bravo. And if you are tepid on Below Deck, Sailing Yacht is my favorite. Uh, the cast is just second to none. Gary's insane. I like Captain Glenn. So check that out. Um, two more stories here. 
Uh, the last one wrapping up the Kardashian was we got news today, and this is another PR thing. Tristan Thompson is signed with the Los Angeles Lakers. And um, listen, from word that I've gotten, I've gotten people in my DMs say they are fully back together. They will be soft launching during the season. But they even had a TikTok of Chloe pulling up to a McDonald's drive-thru yeah. with Tristan. And like, I love that he makes her drive. Uh, of course, so embarrassing. Like Dude, she has what, okay. no self-respect. This is the thing. This is like the thought, though. I, it was Chris Jenner. Chris is like such a brilliant business person, but the fact that she encourages her daughters yeah, just for a yeah. kid to keep going back. Like, Chris, if you're listening, look at what Scandaval did for Ariana. If she stepped away from Tristan, Chloe could potentially have legs in a different sort of way that people would really look up to. This clown type behavior that you let your daughter go through again and again, and sometimes it feels like you encourage it's it, so is really frustrating. And then it's like, oh, because you know he did the LA, like, I want to be close to my family and stuff like that. It's another, if you really wanted to be serious, quit basketball entirely because you're out on the road being a jackass. And that's like your, that's your nose pasta, dude. Like, you can't yeah. not cheat on this girl you're going it's not it's not going to be good and i think why would you yeah. continue to encourage your daughter to act like a fool just for two children that you these children are going to have the best lives regardless of tristan being there on a daily basis i hate to say that but it's just true it's so embarrassing like it really is terrible for her brand you I, look like you guys look like clowns. She looks <laughs> like clowns. She, it's obvious that she has zero self-respect um, it's just, like, does she not meet anybody else? Does she not know anybody else? Like the Los Angeles is, I mean, I just imagine she's like trapped in her house and the only people she's allowed to be with is like Tristan. Cause she must think there's no men anywhere else. Right. Remember when there were rumors that she like got dinner with Brad Pitt in January? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I like that. That Brad Pitt was like, yo, I don't usually comment on things, but no, this is absolutely yeah. not. Absolutely not. Um, <laughs> finally, just to leave you with a, a little bit of a laugh talking about once again, PR moves and the people that are just so desperate to stay in your, your thoughts. And I'm going to put her in your thoughts again is this was a page six headline from Friday. Jen Shaw creating prison play real housewives of Bryan correctional Institute with fellow inmates, page six reports. And this is a great article because it's just ridiculous. Um, and I know the girl who wrote it and she's awesome, but it's funny. She says, um, Chris Giovanni said the production is still in early development because Shaw is teaching some of her crew how to read and write. The script reportedly will revolve around the real-life housewives. Naturally, the personalities are cranked up to an 11, Giovanni shared. And then it goes into... Um, Says Shaw 49 has been working in the prison's educational department and library since surrendering herself in February. Despite her busy schedule of playwriting and teaching, the convicted felon also has been keeping up with her fitness. Giovanni said his client has lost about 15 pounds from working out daily and eating less as she finds the food subpar. Subpar uh, is one what way are your thoughts? She's. She's turning water into wine, you guys. She's walking, like, she's teaching them to read and write. Teaching them to read and write is not the twist that I was expecting. And you know what? We need to get I... R. Kelly into this prison system. I mean, like, this is amazing. I mean, it. I, I'm just shocked. She's, guys, she's been there for, like, a month and a week. Like, a like she's been there, and she's already, we're hit with, lost 15 pounds. She's literally teaching people to read and write. She's writing a full play that they're doing a production. And by the way, if you're at a prison that they have play production, 
you're in a really nice prison. Like you are in a really, really good prison. And I just think this is also the 15 pounds. I don't know if she got like prison Ozempic or or how that works. (laughs) She's like, give me the shot. It's like on my books. Um, It's ridiculous, right? Prison sludge. And then, by the way, my prison Ozempic is shitty. This is not good quality Ozempic. Subpar. Isn't this ridiculous though? Yeah. I mean, it sounds fun. I kind of need Andy in a camera. And I can't, well, I mean, between you and me, I don't want to promote this stuff, but I do want to go to the play. Like, are they going to let, once the play's done, is it open to the public? What if this goes to Broadway? What if this goes to like, what is, what if they're waiting for Guffman? I've never heard of prisons putting on plays. Oh, I saw a, a prison version of uh, Angels in America. I saw Spring Awakening in a prison. Really? I've seen uh, Les Mis. No, no, God, you're no. Like, can you imagine? Yes, I have. I've seen Les. I, yes, I saw. I saw a beautiful version of Les Mis in a prison. You saw Spring <laughs> Awakening in a prison. <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> uh, okay. Well, this. This is our hour. Um, Sophie, what is coming? I mean, you moved, you're, you're in wedding season, you're working a full-time job. What aren't you, you're having, you're having mimosas at dinner. What aren't you doing? What, what, what is going on? What can we help promote? What is, what is going People are always, uh, DMing me about you. They, they need more Sophie. Oh my God, guys, my life has been craziness lately. So I've taken like a brief hiatus from like literally any freelance, my sub stack, brief hiatus, but I'm coming back now that I'm settled in my new apartment. It's just been the craziest past few months. Like, you know, my nephew was born. Yeah. By the way, I liked your sister had the most beautiful, your sister had the most beautiful pictures yesterday on Instagram of the, yeah, I love that. He's so cute. He's genuinely precious. He just turned one month old. So how's your mom uh, doing as a grandma? She's loving it. She's loving Nana life. She's loving being a Nana. Um, She was born for it and she's waited far too long in her eyes to finally be a Nana. But yeah, so I've just been super, super busy and I'm ready to like get settled, get get back into the routine and get back to it because I know I've been kind of MIA lately and I feel really bad. You still pop off on Twitter amazingly. So if you're looking for a (laughs) brief Sophie fix, remember to follow her on Twitter because (laughs) she'll like, she's one of those awesome people. If she's watching a show, she's going to, you know, tweet along with that show and like kill it every joke. Oh, hell yeah. Hell yeah, I will. uh, And also, what did you guys watch this week? What I mean, did Um, you watch anything good this week, you and your dude? Um besides besides rugged three and uh miami succession you liked yellow jackets is so dark this season it's very dark um succession has been amazing um i'm trying to think what else i feel like i hear by the way i want to see that show beef on netflix oh that looks Um, really good that's on my list that's on my list yeah yeah, hundred percent. You can watch that with Ali Wong and Stephen Yang. Steve, yeah, like looks amazing. The reviews are insanely good. It's by A twenty four, which I'm really excited to see that. Yes, I am very excited to watch that. I've heard good things, and yeah, and thanks again. Thanks for bearing with me, everyone. While I've been MIA the past like two months. Um, no, the, I, the, I think the, the audience is great that way is that they're just like, ah, I love it. You know, like they want to hear more from you. So just remember that, you know, life, um, life tends to get in the way life sometimes. Happens, you guys. Life happens. But yeah, but yeah, um, I'm still around. I'm still here and yeah. Enjoy your food. Okay. Thank you. Bye. Betches.